Jam Sports Podcast starts in three, two, one. Welcome to episode 10 of the Jam Sports Podcast. Uh, milestone episode for us, obviously, number 10. So uh, the NFL free agency started off on uh, Monday. I guess they were allowed to start talking, teams were allowed to start talking to players. And then, of course, uh, Champions League round of 16 wrapping up. And uh, getting closer to the start of the MLB season. And we'll just jump straight into the NFL free agency. Um, the biggest spenders so far are the Patriots. Um, I know you were, if you've been listening for the past couple episodes, you've been saying that you were hoping they would go get some tight ends and they look to pick up the two best tight ends available. So how do you, how do you feel about the Patriots move so far? Yeah, I was surprised uh, they spent all this money. There's like this crazy stat where they'll spent like four hundred million in the last ten years, and this year, like the twenty twenty one season, he's already spent. I think it was a hundred and like fifty mil in the first like twenty four hours. Yeah, it's crazy. So like half, and then for the signings, uh, I think the first one was that tight end, Junon Smith. Uh, yeah. Really, I really haven't like heard much of him. I just know from fantasy. Like, I picked him up a few times. But other than that, like, he's a red zone machine, I guess. He had, like, yeah. eight touchdowns or something. But, uh, I, I don't know. They kind of overpaid, maybe overpaid a few of the players. But I guess when Bill has the money, he's like, and when he saw Brady want a ring without him, he's like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I guess it just now depends on uh, what Cam Newton can do or if they if they're able to get another quarterback in there. You know what I want? So they have the 15th pick, and there's this guy named Trey Lance. He looks kind of basically identical to Cam Newton, the way he plays, the way he runs and passes. So if they draft him somehow, and then Cam Newton kind of, like, teaches him, mentors him throughout, like, the year, obviously Cam Newton's going to start and play. But uh, if they, if he can just, like, he's probably going to sit for the year, and then hopefully, because Cam Newton only signed one year, so then hopefully next season he'll get some experience in, you know, yeah. basically, basically learn the system and everything. Cause from college to NFL is a huge jump. And then I think that train Lance guy came from like a div two or something, or what was it? The North. He came from the same team Carson Wentz came from. Oh, well, where is he projected to be drafted? So there's, I don't know. There's, so the top 50, he's actually, so the top 50 best players, he's projected to go like, I think he's like the top ten, but for pick wise, for quarterback wise, I think he's like great in the top five. Oh well. But the two tight ends that they just got, the one I was really happy with was were Hunter Henry. Yeah. Because I think a few episodes I said I wanted Henry, Rudolph, and Cook. Then I looked at Jared Cook's like thirty eight or something, so kind of. Old. Yeah, he's old. Really old. <laughs> but I don't know. That's good that they got Hen- Henry. He's young, so I think they're going to go back to that two tight end set that they did a few years ago, and they're just going to run the ball because Cam Newton runs, so perfect. Great option. <laughs> yeah, and if they can bring on a – or bring on a, a running back. Yeah, I think they're in talks with another – I think Leonard Fournette might come. Yeah, I saw that too. That'd be that'd interesting. Be a, yeah, that'd be like get, a powerhouse then. Get Cam some weapons. Yeah, you think last year he didn't do well because of the weapon situation? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think he could have a like a 
a bounce back season. He's probably motivated to, in the off season to train well and. Yeah, and this year, especially when they have the full off season with all the OTAs and training camp, because last year they couldn't, and he came yeah. really late too. I think it was like, what was it like, July? No, June or July or something. Yeah, I don't remember. It was really late that he came in, but yeah, but the free agency officially, the new league starts today, just yeah. what, two hours ago, two and a half yeah. hours ago, and uh, some pretty exciting signings, some pretty big signings. But what do you think the was most shocking signing? I would probably say AJ Green to Arizona. I didn't expect that at all. I didn't even know he was a free agent, but I didn't expect him to go to Arizona. The Cardinals are like the dark horse. They got JJ Watt out of nowhere. Now they get AJ Green. Him and Hopkins. Who? Yeah, and then if Fitzgerald goes back to dangerous. I'm not sure if you're officially retired yet. No, I think not yet. But yeah, so I don't know if, if they get AJ again. I think he was injured the last two years, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, but like if he can get back to like somewhat of a threat, like obviously he's not going to be as good as he was for the past like ten years. But no, no. if he can even be half that good, like him and Hopkins will cause a lot of problems. But yeah, and then uh, this one just happened. I think maybe twenty minutes ago, Curtis Samuel just got he signed with the Washington football team. Oh, well. He's a receiver. He's pretty, like, he's young. He's, like, promising. I think the Patriots were looking at him. A lot of teams were looking at him. But he signed, like, a three-year, $34 million. So they have him and Terry McKellen, who's actually playing really well with a bunch of, like, backup quarterbacks. Now they, now have they got Fitz. Yeah, he's, like, I don't know. He's going to – how old is he now? Like, he's got to be he's almost 38. Apparently he's in his prime right now. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see what he can do this year. He's probably got a couple of years left. So that was the biggest thing Miami did last year was bench him way too early. They, yeah. they should stick with him until yeah. Yeah, they could have made the playoffs probably stuck with him. But yeah, and then I was gonna one of the things I had written out for this podcast because usually there's like this one massive signing that's gonna hit the hundred million mark, but then apparently this morning, like early, early this morning, like probably like like 5 a.m. Eastern or something. Yeah. It was Trent Williams. He is oh, yeah. 32, I think. And he signed a five years, $138 million deal. Yeah, that's a lot to go back with 49ers, right? And he is the highest paid tackle. And then the second highest paid tackle makes $10,000 less than him. Wow. Which, I don't know. Because, like, I think only 55 of it is guaranteed. So, technically, that's over two years. So, there's no way he's in. I don't know. Maybe he might play for the full six years. But the way the contract works and, like, the guaranteed money works, you're only really guaranteed for, like, two years or rarely three years. Yeah, especially if he's already 32. He's probably not going to be able to do that for, like, until he's 38. Like, the Mahomes contract was, like, 10 years, 500 mil. I think it's only really... Technically, it's really only like six years and 186 mil or something. Oh, well. Yeah. But, yeah. And then uh, the Buccaneers re-signing all their bunch of their free agents. So, like, they're probably the favorites to win next season. Them in Kansas City again. Oh, yeah. Shaq Bear gets re-signed. Gronk re-signed. Gronk re-signed. They extended Lamonte David, the linebacker. Tom Brady got a contract extension, too. Which is kind of weird because, like, he took less money this year, but... 
he took less money this year, but he's actually getting paid like forty one mil next year. Wow. He signed like a what a four year extension or something? Yes, I'm not sure. Like the contract the NFL contracts are like the weirdest ones out of all the sports. Yeah. That's a long time. He'll be like what, forty six, forty seven? Yeah. If he plays out that whole contract. If you talk about okay, so even what the top quarterbacks are, can he pay? So number I think number five is Jimmy G at like twenty seven. Yeah. Then uh, I think it's Jared or Russell Wilson, then Jared Goff. I forgot who the other one is, but then it's like Rogers, Brady. Then it's technically Dak Prescott's supposed to get paid 75 mil next season. Wow. So, yeah. It's a lot. Do you think Jake Allen will get paid a lot next offseason? Jake Allen? Yeah. Josh Allen? <laughs> wow. Restart that. <clears throat> Do you think uh, Josh Allen will get a lot of money next offseason? Yeah, I think at the even at the be- the start of the playoffs last year, they said they were going to extend in this offseason. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's like, you know, that notification comes out. Josh Allen gets extended for like 10 years, blah, 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 like $35 million. Yeah, he's probably going to get a big contract. I think it's him and Lamar are in their – Either in their fourth year or fifth year option right now. No, they're in their fourth year right now, or they're going into their fourth year for the twenty twenty one season. Yeah, yeah, the Bills are lucky, but then yeah, next off season they're gonna have to pay those two guys a lot of money. And the Bills, they also signed a receiver, Emmanuel Sanders, gonna get lined up right next on the opposite side of Stephon Diggs. Yeah, that'll be good to see what he can do there. Hopefully, he'll have a nice bounce back season. Um. Is Cole Beasley still there? He's on the cup. He's like, I think he might be. I don't know what his contract is. But like, like, with all these like contracts and these signed and stuff, you still got to put in all these rookies that are coming from the draft. And then, sure, sure. like, I think there's like what 90 players or something. Then they got to like bring it down to like 53 by the time like spring training st- or not spring training by the time preseason starts. So mm-hmm. I would I wouldn't be surprised if we see a lot of like. Shocking releases, or yeah, yeah. There was always some shocking cuts before the season starts or around training camp. But uh, yeah, the the Bills have a decent receiving core now with Sanders and Beasley and Diggs. I'm, sur- I'm surprised they haven't gone after a tight end yet, though. They they yeah, need a tight end. You, try to, you know what's crazy? So technically, the tapering started Monday morning, whatever. Yeah, and there's still some big names available, which is like. Like Kenny Galloway, he's the biggest name. He's probably after Trent Trent Williams. He's the biggest name now. And Juju's still out there. Yeah, so we'll see. Like I think Kenny Galladay might go with. I think teams like the Giants are interested, and maybe the Bengals as well. But yeah, yeah, and then uh, we'll see what happens because like it's weird how like the free agency works because there's all these good guys in the draft too, right? Yeah. So, like, do you stack up, like, every single position that you need to fill? Or do you, like, get the guys that fit and then go for, like, you know, uh, yeah. And the Cardinals lost Hassan Reddick, though, the linebacker. Yeah, he only signed a one year, though, with uh, the Panthers. Yeah, it's weird. Maybe he's hoping he has a big season and gets paid lots the next offseason. I don't know. That was kind of weird. 
he did have a promising year though. But they also had a rookie. Is he? Well, he's a linebacker, right? Yeah. Or like one of those hybrid safety linebackers. But they have that rookie linebacker they drafted last year, so maybe that's why they just said whatever. Yeah, maybe. But uh, yeah, so the league officially starts, and then uh, there's still like a lot of big names out there. Where do you think Juju will go? Okay, so he posted something on Instagram saying, like, goodbye, Pittsburgh, basically. Yeah, he's gone from there, I think. I think... I don't know why. Maybe Seattle? Yeah, they could use a receiver. I don't see him going to another AFC team. I can see him going to the NFC. Like, Seattle would work, probably. Okay, speaking of Seattle, did you hear about the trade that almost went through with the Chicago Bears and Russell Wilson? No. Three first-round picks, a third-round pick, and two unnamed starters for Russell Wilson, and apparently the Seattle Seahawks declined that, and the Bears signed Andy Dalton. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to cost a lot if uh, Seattle is going to give up Russell Wilson. I don't think I don't know. I don't think I don't think he'll be going anywhere. It's like I think it's way too much for a team to give up if they're gonna get him. Do you think Kate, what's more realistic, him leaving or Deshaun Watson leaving? Well Deshaun for sure. Apparently he like had some case that happened today, so we'll Yeah, see. I saw that. Apparently the like, Panthers are like locked in to get him. Yeah. And they've already said or he's already said that he wants to be traded, so Russell Wilson hasn't like officially said, said anything, but yeah. He, just, he did get four teams, though. Yeah, true. But, uh, yeah, and then, uh, so remember how we said earlier in, like, the podcast, there's a bunch of quarterback changes and stuff. So there's a few new teams that have some new quarterbacks. And we'll see what this NFL draft does, too, because there are also some good pros or not prospects, some good young quarterbacks that could probably shine in the NFL. One of the big yeah. quarterbacks – that just uh, recently ended his long 20-year career. Drew Brees officially retired. Yep. After <laughs> years, I think five years with the Chargers or something like that, and then 15 years with the Saints, his most probably the most sassy a quarterback has ever had. I think he's like top five for completion. So if you go like the completion uh, percentage, he's – if you go like top five, it's it, he's in the four out of the five names. Wow, you think? What do you think he ranks like all time as? You think he's like top three, top five? Uh, top, ten? top ten. Top ten, yeah. Top three is what, like Brady, Montana, Manning, maybe, Manning, or maybe Marino. What's that one guy? Something Odo from like back in the days. It's like this is like really early, like the forties. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, wait. Yeah, top ten, top ten for sure. Yeah, I, I don't know. Do you like their quarterback situation? They have Jamie Winston and Tyson Hill. I don't think that's good enough to uh, to win anything. Maybe maybe they'll make the playoffs, but I don't think they're good enough to go make a Super Bowl run. So here's the thing. Especially with the Packers and the Buccaneers, and they're not going to, yeah. Here's the thing. I don't think they're going to get that far, yeah, like the way, like what you said. But back in the, like when Sean Payton was talking to Breeze saying, hey, come to New Orleans, come play for us, no one really wanted him. 
So it'll be interesting what he does with Jamie Winston because you know, he remember he's a former five thousand yard passer and thirty touchdowns and also thirty picks. Thirty picks, yeah. 30 yeah, we'll see. What, we'll see what he can do when he if he gets to play like a full season. Because he has weapons, he has Kamara or Kamara, and he also has Michael Thompson, and I think some good decent O line. So yeah, if he can like if he can be consistent, not throw obviously not throw thirty interceptions, then. Then the Saints can be a, an interesting team, but I'll see how consistent he can be. Or if Sean Payton even plays, even starts him, who, like who knows who he's even going to start? Yeah, we'll he could start we'll Hill as well. I don't know. <clears throat> Is that everything for the NFL so far? Yeah, I don't. Unless some other crazy trade happens or signing. Yeah, uh, while we're talking, but. Anything else is happening? Yeah, I think we can move over to the NHL now, where uh, the Flames, <clears throat> obviously, new head coach Joe Sutter, and they're looking pretty good so far. Three, you know, two wins against Montreal, one win against Edmonton, and they play uh, the Oilers again tonight at a later game tonight, eight o'clock. <clears throat> but yeah, they're, they're uh, playing better. I don't know if it's like a just like new coach thing or. If it's going to last, but better for sure. So when I was watching or like listening to some of the games, I realized the commentator was saying, so at the, when they had the lead, when they had the lead at the end of the game, there's a stat where Monaghan would not play like the last five minutes if they had the lead. And then when Daryl Sutter came in, Daryl Sutter was like, no, Monaghan's actually a good defender. So they put that Monaghan, Grudrew line out there with, I think it was with, Anderson and Giordano. Yeah. The last three wins they had, they obviously had the lead. They also had the Sean Monaghan line out there. Yeah, I think since Sutter's taken over, they haven't been trailing once. They've been like leading the whole... For all three games, they haven't been trailing. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah, Sutter is like... If he's like not going to take shit from anybody or like... I think yeah, if if you're not playing like the way he wants you to play, like you're not gonna play at all. So that's good. I think the first practice was they had him doing like suicides, basically, but like on ice. I'm not sure what yeah, that but, was called. You know that skating drill. Yeah, suicides. But they only apparently they only did it for like three minutes, so that's like nothing. Yeah. But, but yeah, they're playing like harder, harder now. It looks like so that's good. Hopefully one they team, can keep it up. One team's that's not really doing anything are the freaking Sabers. They just fired yeah. their coach after the 12th straight loss. Yeah, they're. I think they're on pace to be the worst team in NHL history, in like win by win percentage right now. There's this one picture, or like article, newspaper. I'm not sure if you saw it, but I think it was like someone from like Buffalo. He ranked like the top, like the what where the team should be, right? And then he had. So the, what? There's 31 teams, right? In the show, yeah. He had the Sabers ranked 32. He had the Seattle. I'm not sure what their team name is, but they had the they had the Seattle's ranked above the Sabers. Yeah, that was funny. It's true. Like, yeah, they're terrible. Jack Eichel's might be down for the season now. Oh, injury. Yeah, like neck injury, I think. Oh, that's not good. And then they they might end up trading Taylor Hall as well. So yeah, apparently he got like a punk to the face the other day. So we'll see how bad that is. 
trade Taylor Hall. Jeff Skinner is like terrible, but he's making like ten million dollars a year, so nobody's gonna want to trade for him probably. Or um, there's this okay, there's this one style where Lucic has more goals than like Eichel, Taylor Hall, basically like the whole Buffalo offense. <laughs> yeah, they're one of like yeah, they're just I don't understand how they can be that bad. But speaking of uh, of goals, Alex Ovechkin passed. For Lesposito for he's like what number six now all time goals? Yeah, number six. He has like seven hundred and fourteen seven hundred and eighteen goals, I think. And yeah. I'm pretty sure seven hundred of those goals came from that left circle. Oh yeah, probably at least. Like how do you know where he's shooting? I just like is it like you're a former goalie, so like how does it like do you I don't even know how to put this in words, but like don't you see it coming? Yeah. But I guess like the shots just they're so well placed and they're so powerful that it doesn't matter if you know where you're shooting it, he's still gonna blow it right past you. Because like when you played, did you like when you knew like hey a shot's coming from like the blue line or from here, like you know which, where it's gonna go, like Fiho or like top left or anything? If it doesn't get like uh if it doesn't get deflected or anything. Well, yeah, you'll see it coming, but Sometimes if it's placed like perfectly where you can't react fast enough or can't get your body in front of it, then it will beat you. But I guess Ovechkin's got such a good rocket, such a good wrist shot, slap shot. He's like perfected the one timer, so that's like one of the hardest ones to save. Yeah, and like it's crazy from that left circle too. It's just like you know how like they have when a player retires or whatever, they show like the goal chart where all his goals are. Yeah, it's just a big red dot right on the left circle. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Ball. Yeah, he's like uh, he's the greatest goal scorer of like our era. Oh yeah, easily. Do you think he will catch Gretzky? I think we talked about this too. Yeah, uh, I think if he can stay healthy and play for like five, six more years, then yes, I think he will. I think they're trying to resign him for like the next four years, eleven million or something each year. Damn, he is thirteen goals <clears throat> behind Marcel Dion for fifth. Right now, do you think he'll do you think he'll get there this season? Thirteen goals, oh yeah, for sure. I think there's like twenty some games left. Yeah, I think yeah, he's he has a... like six goals in the last five games or something. Yeah, like he's one of those players that can just get on an unbelievable hot streak and then he'll score like four goals in a game, like get hat trick and all this crazy stuff. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure they play the Sabers too. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're in that division, so, so. <laughs> he'll probably get like a bunch of goals against them. So, uh, as we're talking right now, there's games being played, so it might be changed when you hear this, but the top four teams are all tied with 42 points. The Lightning, Panthers, Capitals, and Islanders. Who yeah. do you think is the better team out of those four, and who do you, which team do you think is a shocking team? I think the Lightning are still the best team. Probably the best team in the NHL. So that'd be the best team for me. And then the most shocking, I would say, would be probably the Islanders. I don't. I wouldn't say Florida, just because like they have a pretty solid roster. They like underachieved last season. So I would say the Islanders are the most shocking, and then the Lightning are the best team in the NHL, like overall, completely. Yeah, I think just because people really hear the Panthers at the top, because I think they were at first at once earlier this week. But if you look at like their lot, their players, they have like a lot of good talented players. Yeah, and then of course they have. Signed Bobrovsky for like ten million dollars a year. Which or was probably a really good signing last year. So, yeah. But yeah, the Islanders. But 
they're I think they won eight straight games now, but I think their captain is now out for the season with a torn ACL. Yeah. So that's and I think he's a defenseman, right? Andrew is it Andrew? Andrew And Andersley. Yeah, so that's not good. But he's on so he's out for the season now, like on long term injured reserve or whatever. So he doesn't count against the salary cap. So if they wanted to bring in like Taylor Hall, they could bring him in. They could do that. So that would be interesting. I'm surprised a lot of American teams aren't trading that much because like you can't trade with the Canadian – well, you can trade with the Canadian teams, but it takes like two weeks or whatever the protocol is for both countries. But I don't know, maybe – I don't know, maybe this year they don't want to trade, I guess. I heard it's just mostly like money situation. Yeah, we'll see what the cap is next year. With the... Yeah, if it, I don't know if it'll go up or not, but no, this year it didn't go up at all. Yeah, so I think that is all we have for the NHL. The madness is back after a one-year delay, because technically we did not get it last year because of the whole pandemic. Yeah, it was weird not having it around last year in March, March April. It was a good I didn't even have to win. I had the winning bracket last year too. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you probably got like a billion. Was it like a billion dollars to still do that thing. Yep. But uh, yeah, it's back now, so that's always good to good to see. Uh, I haven't really been paying too much attention to uh, college basketball. Like in the past, I've always like known, kind of known like what teams were, what teams were good, and like what teams had like all the top NBA prospects, but. This year, I haven't really been paying attention at all. So it will be uh, um, when I filled out the bracket on Monday. I was like, "Wow, I didn't realize this team was good, or I didn't realize this team was bad, or whatever." I think the top player is from Oklahoma State, and they were like a where are they fourth? I think yeah, number four. I I have them going the final four, but I think I have in most of my brackets mostly. Gonzalez winning it. I think I picked Michigan to win one, and then I picked Baylor to win the other. But uh, I only did two. I'll probably do like a couple more. I didn't know. Didn't realize that Illinois was number one seed. I was gonna say that Illinois is the dark horse. Are they dark horse though? They're number one. Well, not that many people are gonna pick them. I think. I don't know. I haven't really been paying attention. But was it Kentucky and Duke both not in? tournament? No, I think they both have COVID cases, so they both had to forfeit this year. Oh, shoot. But I picked uh, my dark horse I had in one of my brackets with Oregon. I picked them going to the Final Four, just because I always got to have a bracket with the Ducks going far. Yeah, I think I made like five or six brackets and like, I think I had mostly Gonzalez making it through, and then I think I had Georgetown. Is it Georgetown? Yeah, they're like a number 12 seed. Yeah, I had them going in the final four, but I think their top player is out now for the first two rounds, so that's going to ruin my bracket. Oh, well. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't like picking Gonzaga because they always, they always like make it far. They always have a really good team, but then they choke in like the final four or the finals. They just can't seem to win. Yeah. And then is it this year, is it all happening in one area? I think so. I'm not sure. But the third, the third ranked player is on Gonzaga, Jalen Suggs, and then the second player, Evan Mobley, is USC. 
And then, yeah, the top player is uh, Oklahoma State. Gonzaga has two players. They got the top number 10 player as well. But moving on to baseball, um, no real news to talk about. So we're just going to have a little uh, discussion, I guess. So uh, a couple questions. If you had the number one overall draft pick for fantasy baseball, who are you taking? Probably go with Mookie Betts or Mike Trout because he always had stingers. Yeah. Yeah. But if I had the first two, uh, yeah, either one of those two. I think if you're doing like a baseball fantasy draft and you had like one of the top three, four, maybe even five picks, I think you'd be pretty good with a player like Mike Trout, Mookie Betts, Ronald Acuna Jr., uh, Fernando Tatis. Like, there's also like high end baseball top end talents in baseball so you can't really go wrong i think if you have a top three four five pick or whatever would you still take bryce harper if it was like a 10 man league and you're like the bottom of the 10 like like seven eight nine or do you think there's other players no i don't i don't think i'll take bryce harper to like second round maybe even third round if he's still available and then for like i remember doing fantasy baseball like a few years ago do you think pitchers go in like the first round or no? Um, yeah, like the top, the top end. Top, like the best of the best. Yeah, especially if there's like if all the top position position players are drafted, then taking a pitcher would definitely work the best. I guess it's kind of like in football when all like the good running backs are gone, you just take the best wide receiver. Yeah, pretty much. So these are supposed to be the top five like best rosters in the in the twenty twenty one season. The San Diego Padres, the Chicago White Sox, the Blue Jays, the Yanks, and the Dodgers. Out of those five teams, who do you think is like number one? The Dodgers. <laughs> They're always number one, aren't they? Yeah, and plus well, they won their World Series last year and I think that by the far the best, like best rotation, best lineup. I don't I wouldn't put the Blue Jays up there yet. I think they're too young still and their their pitching rotation is not quite good enough. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe just on paper. But yeah, the Dodgers and Yanks are always up there every year, so it'll be interesting. Yeah, I'm surprised we still haven't had a Yanks versus Dodgers World Series. A couple of years ago, I think. Wasn't it? Or it was about like, to be. With the, teams, with the teams that they oh, have yeah, right yeah. now, like you would think they would see each other in like the last couple of years. And the Mets the Mets also are really good. Looks to be really good this season. Yeah. But speaking of the Jays and how you said like the rotation is kind of like iffy, their number one prospect is out, Nate Pearson. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think the blue, like, yeah, the Blue Jays could probably, if everything goes good for them, get in like a wild card. But I think the Yankees will win that division. If maybe if the Blue Jays added some more, some higher end pitching in the offseason, then they would probably challenge the Yankees. But it's like if Ryu gets injured, then they're they're kind of screwed. Uh, we're what about two weeks away now. Till the first game, opening day? Yeah, April 1st, so two weeks pretty much. Two weeks, whenever you guys listen to this. Oh, yeah, so that's going to be fun. Yep. Uh, I think the Jays are playing the Yanks on the first day. Too. Yeah, they are. Is it, just, is it the normal season, or is it I... is the 460 game? I think so. I think we talked about Yeah, I think so. I have no idea what they're doing this year. 
But you, they usually start in April, right? Or is yeah. it March? End of March. No, April, I think. But yeah. Other than that, for baseball, I got... Uh, there's really nothing else happening. No. But uh, we can move <laughs> over to across the pond. Talk about some football. Yeah. Some uh, pretty big results over the so weekend. So I... Yeah, some over the weekend and some Champions League and some kind of shocking in the Europa League too. Yeah. But yeah, go for it. So yeah, Arsenal beat Tottenham on Sunday it was, North London Derby. Uh, I don't know if you watched that game, but Tottenham took the lead early. I think it was early on, first half, and then Arsenal able to come back, beat them, which is always good when you're able to beat Tottenham. And then... uh, in uh, in Spain, Barcelona picking up a big win, and Real Madrid as well winning. Um, Atletico drew, so Barca just four points behind Atletico now. So that's getting interesting over in Spain. Yeah, and then I think Atletico they have I don't know they were up what like what ten points at one point. Yeah, they had a pretty they had a huge lead. So I'm not sure what's happening. Even like in the Champions League, we're gonna they. Uh... But we'll get back to that. We'll just finish up the rest of the league over the weekend. Yeah. So, um, yeah, in Italy, AC Milan lost again. They're kind of falling out of it. It looks like it's going to be Inter Milan's title to win. And then in France, it's really tied at the top. We've got three teams. Lille in first, PSG and Lyon in, se- in tied in second place, three points behind. So, uh, yeah, Europe, a couple leagues in Europe are still really tight. And they got some big games coming up this weekend. Not big games, but like Barcelona, obviously, they're playing against Real Sociedad. And then Real Madrid and and Atletico are all playing. So it'll be if Barca wins and Atletico ties or loses, then they could get, it'll be really close. Yeah, so it'll be interesting what happens because Barcelona actually is undefeated in the league play this year. They haven't lost yet, so we'll see what happens with them, and then we'll see what happens in the summertime, too, because there's some rumors going on in Barcelona. Yeah, they got their new president. Got the new president. Messi might stay, might leave. There's a video of him hugging someone at, like, the... I think it was at the, when they were voting oh, wow. for the new yeah. president. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, Messi's staying, he's staying, he's staying. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know, it's... It'd be so weird if you to see him. Obviously, to see him in another jersey, it'd be so weird. But anything's possible. Yeah, we've seen that in much other yeah. leagues. Anything is possible with new players. But uh, speaking of Barcelona, I think they're trying to go for. If Messi does leave, some reports they might go for Aguero, which is like older. I think he played his first game over the weekend, yes. either last week or this yes. weekend, and like four hundred yep. days. Yeah, I don't know. Aguero, I don't think that would be like the best signing. He's getting up there a little bit older now, so it'll probably cost him a lot of money too. But um, yeah, moving on to Champions League this week. Earlier on Tuesday, Real Madrid and Manchester City both advanced. No really, really no surprises there. And then yesterday, it was Chelsea. It's kind of surprising they were able to beat uh Atletico Madrid again, so Chelsea advances, and also Bayern Munich advances. No surprises with the Bayern game. 
Chelsea game was probably like the most surprising one for me. I thought athletic. Do I know a crazy? Do I know a crazy stat that happened in that yeah, game? Yeah, here. So Atletico, they have Luis Suarez. Yeah. He has now gone twenty five straight away games without scoring a goal in the UCL. Damn. His last goal, his last away goal, came in twenty fifteen. Wow. And you think they have to wait till next season now again? So yeah, some uh, some a potential for some pretty good matchups in the next round. I think the yeah, and then in the next round, the biggest uh, underdog is Port. Porto FC, so hopefully they, uh, hopefully they, they advance. Yeah, that'd be cool. We yeah, the draw. I believe the draw for the next round is tomorrow. Yeah, we got a lot, a lot of uh, big boy teams in there: PSG, Liverpool, Madrid, City, Bayern, Chelsea, and then Dortmund and Porto. They're two small, two like lesser teams. <laughs> it's funny how Madrid passes along, but. Juventus yeah. doesn't. Ronaldo's like, well, should've Ronaldo should have stayed if he wanted to win more. Like they just won like three Champions Leagues in a row and then he decides to leave. It's kinda weird. And then it would have been the El Clasico would have been so much more better with Messi. Yeah. And, yeah. It'll be if uh Dortmund plays against PSG, that'll be fun. Mbappe against Holland. Oh yeah, the two young stars, the futures of the football world, uh, that'd be a That'd be fun, yeah. But uh, but it's all a draw. Draw. I'm air recording right now. It's a draw. So mostly that probably be like the final. Yep. But yeah, Lewandowski scored again yesterday. Scored again on the weekend. So I think Bayern still. For me, Bayern still the favorites. And then I think Neymar is coming back. He should be healthy to go. Yeah, hopefully. He'll be, hopefully he'll be so, ready yeah. for the next round. I don't know when the next round is. Maybe like two weeks from now. I or think April. It's in... Not sure. Sometime in April, yeah. Yeah, that'll be uh, we'll have some some more. Uh, we'll talk about the, the matchups, the new matchups next week, and then today, Thursday, the Europa League round of sixteen finished. Um, and then there's a pretty big shocker. Uh, do you know which one, which game I'm talking probably about? Probably Tottenham. Yeah. Yeah, Tottenham lost. Three nothing today, so yeah, it was kind of embarrassing for them. They're against yes. against the, the Dynamo, Dynamo Zagreb. <laughs> so yeah, Dynamo Zagreb comes back, wins three nothing today, knocks out Tottenham, and um, Arsenal goes through to the next round, and um, not over yet, but there's. Only a couple of minutes left. It looks like Manchester United will advance also. So we're going to have Arsenal, Dinamo Zagreb. We got Granada, I think, I believe. They won. Uh, Roma. We got Slavia, Praha, Villarreal, Manchester United, and Ajax in the next round. So I think the two best teams on paper still left are probably Arsenal and... Manchester United, I would have to say. So we'll see. Yeah, Champions League, Europa League heating up, getting down to the best teams now left, pretty much. And then for both for both Europa League and Champions League, the it's the two leg sales system, right? Until yeah, until the final. The final. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then uh, Champions League, we got three English teams left, and then Europa League, we got two English teams left, so decent for the Premier League, five teams left. The European competitions. Formula One season starts really soon. Oh, yeah. F1 season starts. And I think they just finished. Yeah, it starts, what, next, next weekend? Was it? I think. Next, next weekend. weekend. And we have a game next week. For we'll F1, have a little so... bit of a longer racing Formula One segment next week, so that'll be fun to talk about. But yeah, so hopefully you guys enjoy this week of March Madness. Just tons of basketball. The NFL new league starts, so that's going to be fun. Every day there's all these new signings. We can just recap what yeah. happened. So, because, uh, like, we are recording this on two different days, so Mitchell Trubisky was signed by the... Buffalo Bills. By the Bills, which is the most random yeah. signing ever. Uh, Will Fuller is going to the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, that's kind of interesting as well. I don't really know why he went there, but and then I guess yeah. And then Kenny Galloway, who is the number one, who's on the top of the free agent right now, is might be going to either the Bears or the Giants. And then Juju might be going to the. I Jets. saw the Juju one. I don't know why Galloway would go to the Bears. Or the Giants. They don't really yeah, have probably money because what the Bears have Andy Dalton now, which is like I don't know if he's I don't know what he's capable of anymore and then the Giants what's kind of them. If they had smoking Jay, he oh yeah, could just sling it down the field. So, yeah. But uh yeah, and then the there's another kind of it's not really that, but uh the Broncos kind of officially release uh, Philip Lindsay, so he had a great like rookie year, and then last year was kind of okay. So he's a free agent. He's probably gonna do good wherever he goes. I think the Patriots are wow. interested in him. Uh, another thing, the Patriots actually also just resigned a linebacker that they were that they released last year, or didn't resign last year, and got a comprehension pick for it. So they signed it back this year and got a fourth round nice. pick as well. Is uh is Hightower gonna be playing next season? Yeah, so yeah. he's back too, and then so they're deal, actually the linebacker because he yeah. just signed the other guys. So Bill Bill's up to something over defense. there. And then, oh yeah, we'll see what he does in the draft. And then uh, yeah, and then there's still some big name free agents yeah. still available. I'm sure, there will so be some signings before the next. We'll see episode. what happens. There's always there's probably one probably happening yeah. right now, but yeah. Other than that, um. As always, thanks for listening. You can check out, check us out at Jam Sports Podcast on Instagram or at Jam Sports Pod on Twitter. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah. Um, go watch some sports, and we'll see you next week.